Alpha, you know what I need. Teenagers with attitude. That's correct, Alpha. Teenagers with attitude. What's up, bro? Welcome to Teenagers with Attitude, the show where a bunch of grown adults sit around and talk about teenagers in kite, tightly colored clothing fighting monsters. Uh, not kites, it's clothing. And this tightly uh, we, colored clothing. Kitely clo- col- colored clothing. Don't cut mm-hmm. this out, Eric. Uh, and and uh, this week we get uh, the best wig yet for Astronomo, which is exciting. Uh, and we're gonna have a fun one because it's me, that's right, your host, Zach, and joining me is, uh, five-time world record, uh, speedrun champion for Boyfriend Dungeon, Fabby. Hello, nerds! Uh, I need to correct you, uh, it's, uh, let me give you the correct title. Okay, it's, okay. Uh, current world holder of, uh... Five boyfriend dungeon speedrun categories. Okay, it's because right because there's the different categories. <laughs> yeah, My there's bad. different categories. I'm also coughing a little bit. Uh, Zach heard me almost die on my almost die on a burger before. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I'll just eat this burger right now. Fabby dies on mic. <laughs> on mic, but not like not recorded, not recorded which no would be weird. You. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so that's exciting. How yeah. how has speed running uh, a visual novel been going for you? It's it's been going real fun because like if you don't know the trucker boyfriend dungeon is that yes it's a visual novel dating sim, but it's also like a dungeon crawler. Yeah, a little bit roguelite ish. Mm-hmm. Um, a, uh, every partner is uh, turns into a weapon. And you max out the the relationships, and whenever you you like raise a relationship level, you get like a different power up in uh, in the weapon. It's really neat, really cool. Uh, it's not the perfect game, uh, but I would definitely recommend it. Uh, just heads up, caution warning for um, uh, stalking, uh, emotional like manipulation, yeah. uh, harassment. Um, we- if, you if you've been on yeah. Twitter, you know yeah. there's discourse God. about Boyfriend Dungeon. Uh, it sucks because, like, I really like that game, but also I hate that people are discounting some of the critiques. Like, 
hey, I played that game and I just ghosted the the harasser dude because he was weird and a racist. So I ghosted him and I got soft locked of the ending. So at the end, I had to go because I asked in the in the Discord, in the Boyfriend Dungeon Discord, and I had to go and I just skipped through all his stuff so that that would trigger the ending. I had done everything else. Yeah, uh, it, it's it yeah. sounds like the game is trying to say something. Mm-hmm. They, they want to they want to relate those experiences from the developer, uh, which is good. Like that's a good thing to do in art. Um, I, I, from my understanding, the original content warning was maybe yeah, a little it, too softly the original worded. Content warning said references to, and like a reference to stalking is like someone in the in a in their backstory had been stalked, right? Or someone right, but, is but, being stalked, yeah. but like not you. It's very different to go from like your character will be stalked to references right. of stalking. So there was. That and some people complained, mm. and from what I understand, they they did update that content uh, warning. I, I do not believe they have yet. I play every okay. day. Maybe I haven't gotten the patch, but as far as I'm aware, they're going to update this there as of time of recording. Uh, and I one of the devs did say in the Discord that they're looking into blocking that character's number because some people are like, "This is like, this is." Uh, content. This is a story that's like integral to the game. And as someone who played all the game without touching any of that story, I'm gonna tell you, no, it's not. <laughs> Fair enough. Because yeah. you don't need to, right? If it's right. integral to the story, then why did I play ninety percent of your game without touching it, and I sure, still yeah. have it? So, yeah, like, I, I understand I, that. Yeah. yeah, I think it's definitely like something you could put. Like, hey, if you don't want to deal with this, you can put a block button. And then just have the character show up in the ending because it doesn't affect the story. Yeah, it, it's one of those things that's where it's like it started a conversation that I think is a good conversation, which is like you need to story. You know, game game developers, artists need to be able to tell these stories, but they also need to be able to let you know ahead of time in case it's something that you cannot deal with. Yeah. Uh, that what's going to happen and if possible, give you the option to opt out though. Like, yeah. Um, yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. No, I was just going to say, I'm sorry. Audience that we're like repeating two week, three week old, uh, uh, discourse, but like, I'm going to say what I said on Twitter. There is a game that nailed this. It came out last year and no one has copied it. It's I the way Akinfell handled uh, caution warnings is there is a settings, there is a toggle in the settings menu where it says caution warnings on or off. If you're like, I don't need caution warnings, I'll play this game, whatever it throws at me, you can just turn that off. If you're like, hey, I would like caution warnings, you turn it on, and before every chapter, you get, like, detailed caution warnings of, like, the things that may trigger you in that chapter. Yeah. And then if you're like, I don't want to see this, you can skip the chapter, just skips the whole chapter of the game, and gives you a small, detailed uh, summary, summary of yeah. the things that happen in that chapter. Yeah. And I think they that They nailed it, yeah. and, like, we have not seen that yet. Yeah, I think that's something that, that, like, definitely, I hope people move more towards stuff like that, if not Mm -hmm. that exact implementation. I think there are also stories that that you 
that you you can tell and in some cases need to be told where like you you could structure the story such that mm. you can't really skip that stuff and yeah. that's also fine yeah. again you just have to tell people up front like this is what yeah. is going to be happening if if, um, if boyfriend dungeon had been a story where like you're if it had been the story of Eric, not the other weapons, it's, this is a, there are a lot of Bishop novels where you only have one character. So if like it had been like a more like kinetic Bishop novel where all you, all the only person you interact with is Eric. Right. Uh, I would be like, yeah, no, if you don't want to deal with that, then you can't play it. Like right. don't play this game. Yeah. But it feels dishonest to me to tell someone don't play the game if you can't deal with it when it's something you can ignore and enjoy the rest of the game. Right. That's like, fair. It's you already. And this wasn't me like, oh, I'm going to ignore this. The, whenever I play visual novels, I role play as myself. Right. And I'm like, if I, if in, I wasn't the situation where I'm getting text messages from someone who's a bigot, who's someone who seems overly pushy, what I would do is I would ghost them. And that's what I yeah. did. I ghosted them and that caused them not to interact with me until the end of the game. There you go. But yeah, I, I agree. And, yeah. and I think this is something that people are still kind of figuring yeah. out. And, um, I, I hope that we get better at it. Yeah. Uh, the, and I don't, again, I don't want to get too into it, but. Yeah, I mean, we're people, right here. Yeah, I, well, basically, listen, give people warnings. Yeah. When possible, let people opt out of things. Yeah. Uh, it got real weird. If it you're, got again, real weird. Not on Twitter, where people were like. On both sides. Like, I don't want to like being a fucking centrist, but it got real weird on both sides. Um, and people. And, yeah. yeah. Uh, and people, people being were, like, how dare you demand? I mean, I, I did see some on the side of like, uh, you know, you don't, don't, the, that weird, like, uh, it's the, it's the author's intent and you can't touch it or, or, yeah, uh, I, uh, I mean, yeah. The, the thing that pissed me off on one side were people being like, oh, you're such a baby. If you can't handle this, yeah, don't even play up. other visual novels. And yeah. I'm calling you out, Gita Jackson, like, <laughs> video game reporter, like, fuck off. Like, seriously, visual novels are my favorite genre, and you're out here, like, if you can't stomach this, I'm like, the dude made me uncomfortable, so I ghosted him. If there, I was, yeah. There's definitely, there's, the, there's a line between, like, the story I'm telling has an antagonist mm -hmm. that does this because that's what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. And, uh, oh, you can't handle any, th there definitely were some people being like, oh, so you just don't want any, uh, you don't want any conflict, conflict in video in games. games. And it's like, no, that's not what I said. I said, I don't want people to stalk me. My favorite yeah. video game is, uh, uh, Secret Little Heaven, a video game that has like, a gaslighting, manipulating, transphobic father as the villain. Like, these are yeah. things that, like, things that actually affect me, yet this is my favorite video game because of how they affect me. And right. the story flows around that. So, to be yeah. able to, like, oh, well, if you didn't like this, then 
I you, you would not don't even play Japanese visual novels, and I'm like visual novels. People who know me know that visual novels are my favorite genre. You're being ridiculous. I like this game. I'm literally speed running it. I, I did see a little bit of that, but I think we have to acknowledge that most of it was the other way. People being like really weird about like how dare you have things yeah. that could possibly ever make like, anyone it upset sucks. it uh, sucks because like we i hate being the fucking centrist but why can't we just go hey this thing hurt me uh if is there a way to like fix it or if not we should have a better content warning to make sure this doesn't happen boom that's it and I think that is That's happening. It. It's just that yeah. also people are screaming about, yeah, and about like, it. Yeah. It I was like actually kinda proud because yesterday the the dev posted a message being like, Hey, despite how ugly the discourse is going, I'm glad no one has been harassing anyone that worked on the game. Whoops. <laughs> or get fucked. And then today, people, it showed up that people have been harassing the voice actor for the villain. And I'm like, motherfuckers, why? Like, you don't want to be associated with this actor. Yo, fuckers don't know what acting is? Like, the, that, what? That's, I, I was going to say, like, we definitely, we've talked about, I, f- I feel like, mm-hmm. all the kind of angles on this. Like, you, yeah. you need to let people tell art, but also you, you need to have perf- uh, good content warnings, all yeah. that stuff. But to me, honestly, the wildest shit was this, which is, it happened the day of recording. And I guess, yeah. I, I mean, that's kind of why we're talking about it. Yeah. It's, it's big on, on Twitter today. But, like, people basically harassing the voice actor of the of the the character who is the stalker mm-hmm. and being like you're a bad person for taking this role and the, the, yeah that's so fucked up and like i i i actually have seen a fair bit of this and i feel like um it's something that people who are online in the the left and like lgbt mm-hmm. communities have kind of been warning about which is like because there is a lot of bad shit in 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 mm-hmm. in art a lot of stuff that's that's triggering and upsetting um without meaning to or without trying to tell a story right because there's definitely sometimes stuff that is just there for no reason is upsetting um people i feel like a lot of people even especially like in the younger generation are have sort of gone towards this weird like i just don't want anything upsetting in my video games or in Which- my art <sighs> Like, in one hand, I understand, but also, like, God, there's a limit of, like, I I don't know what happened, because, like, we should be able to go, like, hey, a good content warning that's accurate should be enough to stop you, and the content warning should be on the the page before you buy the game, and in the game before you play it. Yes, That should be enough, right? And if for some reason you are able to, like move that content to the side and let people experience the rest of your game. Great. Cool. If Do you it. can't, yep. I understand. Games are really hard to make is the thing. Yeah, um, but but we've gotten to this weird point where some small, and I do think it's like a minority. I do think it's small because like, I saw a lot of people who were more in my of like, hey, can we, why are we attacking each other? We just right. want the better content warning. Yeah, but but there are is this weird little uh, vocal minority of like, 
you're bad because you played a character who did bad things. Uh, and it's I like... I cannot <laughs> wait. If Eidolon ever becomes popular, I'm going to get so canceled. I'm <laughs> yeah, addicted. for real. I'm so canceled. It's just so... Like, I, again, the, like the you two said... The main characters I played without going to spoilers too much, one is like... A person that immediately becomes very clingy and is like codependent to a right. fault and violent and like the worst, not the worst, but like people could take it like a disaster by uh, type right. person. And the other is a polyamorous, trans, bisexual who uses people, abuses them. And like does not care about anyone's emotions, and, and I obviously would be that's so you fucking canceled. Right, and obviously that's you in real life because you've that's played me a in character real life. that yes, does that. I, yeah, it's true. I am a trans woman. I am polyamorous. And I am bi. Uh, I you you we're friends. You know how many times have I abused and used you? Oh, all the time, every day. All no, the no, time. no. It's of great. course, we love I'm it. kidding. Yeah, like seriously though, it's this. It's this very uh, like I understand that people again that the people who are are like uh in the minority and, and marginalized like you i get getting upset about some of this stuff if it's sprung on you or whatever but the leap from that to like well you played dracula so clearly you do <laughs> suck blood for real hey, like, honestly <laughs> honestly like i don't want to be a conspiracy theorist but i'm like too Drink two like alcohol drinks away from being like this is a 4chan red flag operation. <laughs> it's this is like, yes, a psyop. Yeah. Like, like, why would you think this? For, to be clear, I do think even I and I'm sorry, I don't I don't have the person's name, but the the actor mm-hmm. who played it, uh, um, Octopimp. There you go, Octopimp on Twitter. I don't know did their say, real name, but that's they did their not. Handle seemed they they basically said it's like it's not people are saying that i am this it's they're saying that i like should be ashamed for associating myself with this i'm like do y'all motherfuckers just not know what acting is like i just don't get it (laughs) like is pro cd getting handled getting like uh harassed right now too because pro cd plays like the guy who's uh He's not the soccer, he's one of the romantic options, but he's kind of like an, uh, a toxic dude. Right. Like, even his friend, after the first date, was like, hey, this dude's toxic. And I was like, okay, can I date you, lady? You're hot. And she's like, no. And I'm like, okay. But, like, is ProCD being, being harassed by I don't know. Though? It's just so like, wild. God. Like, I just can't. I, I Again, I get that people want to be have like safe spaces and everything and that's important but yeah. like also you can't tell stories that have like you you need to be able to to talk yeah. about things that have happened to you yeah. and and explore those yeah. without people coming in and being like how dare you so I, anyway i think a lot of people were were God, because I think a lot of people were like disregarding the importance of content warnings or being like the content warning was there. Why? Why did you play it? But like that was also ridiculous because the content warning said missions not worded like, well. It wasn't yeah. appropriate. Ooh, yeah. 
But yeah, I just so, saw fan art of a character that I play in Idol on the, and I went like, ooh. Oh, no big deal. But yeah, so that that's Twitter minute. It's wild, and like I think it's good to note. Like again, the thing that really killed me is it's like this is a good conversation to have. Like we should all talk about the fact that we need to talk to be able to have art that explores things that are upsetting and how can we do that responsibly. And then instead of having that nice conversation, we all just screamed at each other for a while, which is the problem with Twitter, right? Like that's the issue. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So uh, anyway, this is a Power Rangers podcast. (laughs) Yeah. Hi, this is what fucking happened, Zach. I told you this was going to happen where we were going to get on tangents and then record for three hours. We've had a couple, I've had, we've had to, because of scheduling, uh, we've had to do a couple two person TWAs and, and like, I like having a group to, to bounce off of. I like getting to talk to all my friends, but it is kind of, they are fun because it always ends like the one I had with Lexi. She's just explained VTubers to me for like 20 minutes. So it's fine. I knew this was going to happen. <laughs> like, yeah, it's no big deal. It's, it's the, the, one of the hosts explains their current hyperfixation to Zach. Yeah, well, uh, I want to almost want to talk about hyperfixations because listen, we we can we can we don't. No one listens to the show, Sag. We don't need to cover the the episode. Here's the here's the fucked up thing, Fabby. I got metrics. People do listen <laughs> to this show. It's wild. No, 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 no. You and I will talk, and then uh, Eric doesn't even listen. You and I will talk, and then we'll get to the end of the episode. We'll go like, and then the monster blew up, yeah. and no one will know this. I'll give I'll give a I'll give a very quick thing. So I recently yeah. got diagnosed with ADD and mm-hmm. uh when you when that happens at least to me I started noticing like a lot of ways people had described it that I'd heard before that sounded sort of alien to me that once I was diagnosed I was like no actually that does make a lot of sense. And the hyperfixation one's interesting cuz I don't really the way most people describe a hyperfixation, uh, people who have ADD, and, and it's mm-hmm. not exclusive to ADD, obviously, but uh, it is one of the things that people get. Um, usually people are like, yeah, I got like crazy into this video game or this anime or, or you know, some piece of content or some, or like a sport or whatever. I, I, my hyperfixation when my ADD is bad is I like do make a list of chores I have to do. And then if I don't finish that list, I will just lose my shit. <laughs> I realized that's my mm-hmm. weird hyperfixation, uh, which is fun and exciting. Cause it, I guess it's nice that it's productive, but also it's not like good to be like, well, if I don't do these 20 things, I failed today. So, you know. If you got that, you should get it looked at. It's not great. It's not healthy. Um, but uh, there are good ways to funnel it, and uh, kicking ass on Boyfriend Dungeon is one. So there you go. Yeah. Congratulations. It, um, it's it's a fun game. There's not a lot of people running it right now, so it's fun to like be able to experiment things and also be there in the chat as people are trying to figure out like what's the quickest way to do any percent, right? Uh, yeah. And like, and and it's really fun to be like, okay, so how many dates do you have to go before the story triggers this? Is there like particular characters you have to do? Do you just need to uh, complete certain dungeons or certain levels in the dungeon? And that has been super fun to like figure out of like, okay, 
if I do, I haven't done, I've done one character to max and it still hasn't triggered. I've done three characters to one and they still haven't triggered. What's the thing that triggers it? So. Yeah, just trying to map where the actual logic is. That's, that's, that's cool. Um, but yeah, so, so I, we're, we'll go into, into news here. This is a Power Rangers show. Um, and, uh, we talked briefly last time about the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, uh, toy, uh, slash Power Rangers toys that they did. Um, I went ahead and pre-ordered all of them. That's too much money. I won't be getting them all, but I'll have to figure out which ones I want. Uh, they, they ended up being, I think we talked about it briefly. We speculated about what they, the, cause they were in two packs. So it's, uh, Leonardo and Donatello and then April as the Pink Ranger and Michelangelo. And then it's, uh, Raphael and Tommy as a foot soldier. Cause he's like undercover in the series. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, the Green Ranger shredder. One is uh, a separate one, one of figure, and they're neat and cool. But what I wanted to bring up is they also yeah. announced around the same time, and I've just linked it in the uh, the chat there for you, Fabi. Uh, um, yeah. If you were a kid around when Mighty Morphin yes, came out, yes, I wanted out, to talk about this. You might remember uh, that they had these figures that were basically. They were the Rangers, and then mm-hmm. their heads like flipped inside their bodies. And yeah, I had the pink one. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, and so you could have the helmet, and then you would flip it, and it would have the head, the the helmetless head. And they have basically remade some of those classic ones. Um, but one of the things that I think is neat is they mm-hmm. have used that same format to make some characters that didn't exist at that time. So they've made a ninjor that flips to his from his normal head to his weird like. I think there was a ninjor. Oh, was there? Okay, there might I have been think a ninjor. There was a ninjor, yeah. But what there wasn't was a ranger yeah. slayer from the comics, uh, and they have gone ahead and made one of those. Yeah, I. So the first time I saw this, I was like, I don't know how I feel about this, but now I'm like. I kind of want her. I have the Ranger Slayer from the... Uh, is it called Legends? What's it called? The Lightning Collection. Collection. Yeah, yeah, Lightning Collection. Like, my girlfriend has it, and she looks really great. So now I'm like, I kind of want this one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the the we've talked about the comics a lot. And I've fallen off them. But honestly, the thing that kills it, that, that is like the best from the comics is... All the new character designs, I feel like all rule. Like the Ranger Slayer, which if you don't know is Kimberly in the future, but she's black and pink instead of white and pink. And she has a, like, she has a cape and shit. Like she looks cool as hell. It's a great design. Um, and so it's neat to see. I really like this. I think it's cool. I'm not usually a fan of like fake retro stuff. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. uh, Hey, we've designed, uh, you know, uh, 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 like a fake cartridge for a, a, an old console so that you can display, a, you know, your favorite video game as an old cartridge or, or whatever. But mm-hmm. for some reason, toys, I think, is neat. So it's like, hey, yeah. we've designed this old, ver- like, 
we've used this old toy design. We remade mm-hmm. it, but it's a character that never existed at that time. Yeah. It's, it's cool. I like it. I think that's really neat. Like, you, you talking video games made me think of a thing that my girlfriend was telling me, that she found someone made a a cartridge for Mega Man and... Uh, and is it base? I always say it wrong. And Mega Man and base. Uh, which is the Super Nintendo yes. game mm-hmm. that never came out in the U.S. That yeah. was like that came out after Mega Man Eight came out in PlayStation. Um, so yeah. someone was making like a, a homemade cartridge for that that has the 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 data and it's playable and like that's really neat and that's really cool and I would understand someone getting that but like just getting. Well, who knows? Because now video games are super expensive. But getting like a random video game that you that you pr- can probably already get feels like, mm. yeah, it, it's it's not. I'm not typically into to that kind of fake retro yeah. stuff. But I thought this was neat. They're the I love them because they're honestly not very good. They weren't then either. No, they're, yeah, they're. They're, they're fat. very bad. They're like super yeah. chunky because because they have to fit the whole uh-huh. flipping mechanism. And I love they just have yeah. trans girl shoulders. Like <laughs> yeah, it's it's Kimberly charming. Kimberly just has trans girl shoulders and like listen as a girl with kind of that that physique, just a little bit more boobies. That's basically me. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, I think it's, it's fun. I, I, I like love it. it. Yeah. I am so. also a square. That's my new, yeah, totally. That's that's my uh, my news for for this week. And then you, Fabi, told mm-hmm. me that you had a actor spotlight for for uh, Ecliptor that you wanted to share. Actor spotlight. His name is. Uh, to, to Lex Lang, uh, okay. is an American voice actor. Uh, he has done a lot of things you've heard him on, both in like outside of Power Rangers and inside of Power Rangers. Okay. Um, the reason I want to talk to him is because hearing him act, voice act in this episode next to, to Andros. Made me go. This motherfucker feels like a Shakespearean actor. <laughs> yeah. Like he, he's like, he's so good compared to Andros. Uh, and so before Power Rangers, I believe the only big thing he had done the same year of Power Rangers, he did uh, in Digimon. He voiced Cyberdramon, War Greymon, Omnimon, Rapidmon, and a couple of others. Okay, that's actually pretty cool. So he was the because yeah. Greymon and and is the War Greymon and them are the evolves yeah. of Agumon, kind of the yeah. main the main yeah. Digimon. So so you've definitely heard his voice if you've seen Digimon. Yeah, there and you go. you've heard his voice if you've uh, watched Power Rangers. Um, he has a lot of some like moving to the live action. Uh, of course, uh, he was everyone's favorite characters in BR Troopers, Chirpedo Bot. Sure, of course. And yes. Robot. Uh, he was Cybersect in Mask Rider. Um, shout out Mike. Uh, but, uh, he was the main villain in Power Rangers Zio. Could you guess who he was? In Zio. Oh, yeah. is he Louis Kaboom? He's Louis fucking Kaboom! That rules. <laughs> yeah! 
And he I, was also a main villain of Turbo. Which which one? He was Rygog. Rygog, okay. So yeah. so what's interesting is those are all very different voices. Yeah. Like he's so he's definitely got some range even just there. I'm looking at his IMDb now. Yeah, it's he's so done wild so much that yeah. like I know that voice actors uh like work a lot. Because often it doesn't take very long to to do, you know, uh, an episode or whatever. But, like, man, he's in a lot of stuff. <laughs> like, my my favorite, of like, I could go through a lot of his stuff. Uh, there's a lot of, like, really interesting stuff here, but I don't want to be here all day. The one that I want to point to is that he, well, there's two things. In a video game, it's very funny to me. Where's the video game list? He played Gohan in Dragon Ball GT Final Bout in 1997, which is a PlayStation game. Uh, in like, he played Gohan in a random PlayStation Dragon Ball game. Weird. Dragon okay. Ball GT. And then he played Goku in Dragon Ball Super. That rules. He plays Goku and Goku Black in Dragon Ball Super. That's super cool to me of being like, oh yeah, you played. You did go- a Gohan. good job. Yeah. Yeah. In like a random PlayStation game. Uh, also, for fans of Eidolon, he was Ronnie Locks and Chalk Zone. Uh, oh, so. rolls. I'm also seeing yeah. he is uh, um, Gomon in most of the newer Lupin 3 stuff, which is yeah. a pretty big thing, too. So, hey, I mean, yeah. the Love thing about. Cool stuff. The thing about voice actors is like, you you know, you're hiring them mm-hmm. for their ability to deliver mm-hmm. relatively quickly and and well, and not yeah. for their pretty or can yeah. fake martial arts. So like, I do feel in general the voice acting in Power Rangers is almost always better than the on screen acting. I don't think that's like. You know that yeah. uh, that that much of a, a groundbreaking statement, but like, yeah, you can tell. And and Ecliptor is like, yeah, kind like, of a neat character, and we'll talk about about him yeah. today. But the, yeah, the thing I was thinking of is like, if you put them on paper, the dialogue Ecliptor gets and the dialogue Andros gets aren't that different. No, they're bad dialogue. They are given bad dialogue, yet like. I know he's a voice actor compared to like a, a a full voice and body talking at the same time. So maybe if someone could say it's easier, which I disagree with, but like let's point them when they're both in suits. They're both being voice actors here. They're, neither of them is the suit actor uh, when they're like both in suits. I, it's Andros is like so not only unbelievable and boring but like he feels like he's play he feels like he's voicing the like the main character in in a shonen anime in yeah. like the 90s when they're like do real bad right the early uh, dubs where they yeah. were like no one's gonna watch this don't worry about yeah. it that's yeah that's what he feels like and then ecliptor is just he sells, listen, this, this dialogue is bad and he sells you on it. He sells you like he cares about Astronoma. He doesn't want, he like thinks he's doing what's best for her. Um, I, 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 my favorite thing about this episode, well, my second favorite thing about this episode is the Klepter. We will talk about my favorite thing when we get there. 
Fair enough. I, 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 maybe I'll do a actor spotlight on him next week, but I wanted to mm. honestly shout out Darkonda's VA too. He's good. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. We, we haven't seen the last of, of, uh, uh, Lex Lang, but the la- next time we'll see him won't be for a couple of years. It will be okay. in Wild Force. We'll, we'll see him when he gets back. But so yeah. this, we are, uh, you know, 30 minutes into this episode, and yeah. let's talk about episode 26 of Power Rangers in Space, The Secret of the Locket. And, um, we open in Media Res with Andros fighting Darkonda just kind of in a forest. This is funny mm-hmm. to me because there's really... Is there any setup? No, no, none. Okay. It, this does not like, follow on from a previous episode. It or is previously on. No, it, it's just like, here's what's the funny. Previously on is about saying of all fucking people. Right. And what's funny about this is like, they have been doing in media res a lot more often mm-hmm. recently, but it's almost yeah. always like there's, it's all the Rangers together and they're trying to stop a plot. As far as I can tell, uh, Andros just found Darkana in the woods and was like, I'm a beat your ass. Why didn't he call the other Rangers? Like, <laughs> I don't know. Where were they? Like, no, this never gets explained. Nope. And like, and like, we, we have definitely been told pre, like, uh, he and Darkonda are like special enemies. They're definitely rivals. Yeah. But like, it's but, like, just, I don't believe it. Well, yes, but it's just out of nowhere. Um, yeah. Uh, and yeah, like, no, like, I wouldn't mind this, but, like, we never get the answer of, like, why were you following him? Where right. are the other rangers? Why know, didn't they show up? Like, we do know that, that they have fought before and that, yeah. that he does know that Arcana knows about something sister, about his sister. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, but there's no specific answer here. We just have a fight uh, in the woods. Uh, and Andros is, is, you know, he, he does remind, hey kids, remember this guy knows where my sister is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we watched them fight for a while and we were talking about this off mic. One of the, one of the things that about this episode and the reason that I was perfectly content to just go on for a while about anything else mm-hmm. is that a lot of this episode is fights and they're fine. They're not bad fights at all. Um, in fact, they're probably better than some of the recent suit fights that we've had, but like a lot of it's fighting and we are going to get two full, like two minute fights with Darkonda versus, uh, um, uh, Andros in this same mm-hmm. episode and just not that much happens. Like there's some cool maneuvering here and there in this first one, uh, Darkonda knocks, um, Andros's sword out of his hand and grabs it and then basically taunts him and is just like, hey, the only regret I have is that when I when I kidnapped your sister, I didn't murder you as a child, which is pretty <laughs> hardcore. I'm not yeah. going to lie. <laughs> um, and he tosses uh, Andros's sword at him. And we do get one thing that's worth noting that I think is pretty cool, which is uh, Andros kicks the sword up into the air pulls his gun out of its holster, splits it into two guns, which I didn't know it could do, but is pretty cool. If you give me a gun that can turn into two different guns, I'm, I'm down. Uh, blasts Darkonda a bunch and then grabs his sword out of the air, which like, yeah, okay, that's fine. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> um, 
But then uh, then he knocks Darkonda's sword out of his hand, and Darkonda's like, all right, well, um, I guess... Oh, oh no, actually, there is one more thing that, that is funny, which is uh, Andros puts his his sword to uh, Darkonda's throat and is like, tell me where, where my sister is, or I'll... And this is the point where I need to remind you listeners that Andros's sword is a big plastic drill... So the threat of it at your throat is slightly less, <laughs> less serious. <laughs> like it, it's like, oh, are you what? Like touch me with it? I don't know. Um, but he's like, okay, well, if you kill me, you'll never find her. So now what? Uh, and then uh, this whole time, Ecliptor has been in the bushes, which I always do love a big evil villain hiding in the bushes. Uh, and he accidentally steps on some twigs, which causes Andros to spin around. And then when he turns back, Darkonda is gone. Uh, so he's, and you know, he screams, Darkonda! And then we cut to credits. So, yeah, again, they're ju- I guess they're just yeah. reminding you of the, st- of like the status quo. Yes. Yeah. Cause none uh, of that yeah. mattered really. Sorry, what'd you say? Yeah, I guess. Um, I I did want to mention that it's very silly when Ecliptor steps on the leaves. Yeah, yeah, um, he steps on some leaves to crunch but them. He, the the actor makes a very like, "Oops, yes. is that me?" <laughs> like motion. Yeah. It's very funny. Which is funny because like a it's you know Ecliptor He's is this, like warrior general. Yes. Sorry, General. Yeah, and also he's a big, like, VR man. He's a robot, basically. Yeah. And so it's weird to have him be like, whoopsie. Uh, but yeah. I made a whoopsie. Yep. Um, so, Darkonda, uh, you know, we, we cut back and he's walking around being like, ah, that dang Red Ranger. Um, I don't, you know, he keeps chasing me and, and I won't have peace until I get rid of him because he's just irritating me. So he comes with, up with a, a brilliant plan, which is that he's going to set a, a trap and then lead the Red Ranger to him. Uh, the trap is extremely needlessly complex, but I kind of love it for that. It is... Basically a landmine, except instead of an actual landmine that explodes, it triggers a bunch of lasers that all shoot you at once, uh, and and then you explode. <laughs> so he he's like, all right, um, I'm gonna uh, trick him here, and and then he'll I'll I'll get him uh, once and for all, and then we get a very funny shot of him covering the the like trigger. Uh, really badly, um, where you can clearly still see it, and he's like, "Okay, uh, now I do need to check it so that you all know what will happen." Uh, and then he throws a little rock at it, and we see that it's it's a laser explodey trap. Um, so mm-hmm. he's like, "Yep, if you're, he's gonna find me, and then that'll be the last thing he ever finds." Ha ha ha! He's like setting up uh, the deadliest scavenger hunt ever. Exactly. Um, and again, Ecliptor is watching this whole thing and, and is just like, hmm, I will use this to my advantage. All right, goodbye, and leaves. Um, we cut up to uh, uh, the, um, uh, the, the megaship, and 
Fabi, I can't remember. Were you on mm-hmm. the episode where, where Carlos like lost his his mojo? No, is that the one with Adam? No. Yes. So so no. the reason I asked is in that episode when Adam is, or I'm sorry, when Carlos is freaking out about uh, having accidentally hurt Cassie, uh, they put so much fake sweat on him that it was very distracting, and they they must have had some left over. Because Andros is having a nightmare, and he is just like they must have just hit him with a big bucket of water before <laughs> before they started filming, because <laughs> uh, he is dripping sweat, uh, and he's having a nightmare uh, about uh, Caron, his sister being taken, uh, and it's very it's extra funny because previously he has had this nightmare before, and who took who took her was like in shadow. But now that he know it's dark, knows it's Darkonda, it's literally just Darkonda running up to a small child and picking her up and then running away, which is real funny <laughs> looking. It's very funny. <laughs> it's, I will steal this small child. It's funny because like they, they they've sort of hinted at like okay, there was some attack on Ko thirty five that Darkonda was involved with, and he took the kid. But in this version, in the nightmare version, it just looks like a monster ran out of the woods and stole this one specific girl and ran away, which is a much funnier version of the story mm-hmm. to me. <laughs> um, so Andros wakes up and uh, and and is like, look, he looks at his uh, space picture frame of Corone, uh, and it's like, oh, I'm gonna find you one day, and. This is where we just take a moment to point out once again that Andros is the boy just cannot carry an episode, and I'm no, sorry. He's I, it's the weakest thing of this episode that he's like the focus for it so much, and it just bores me. To it's death. funny because even Zane, who we only got like three or four episodes yeah. with, like. He sucks, but it's at least on purpose. So it you're feels like, more on purpose. Yeah. yeah. So you're like, it okay, well, you like, know, it's uh, kind of fun to watch him be a dipshit. But uh, Andrews is just call. Good. Every time we have a shitty actor and a shitty character, not on purpose. I don't want to say they have a like Tommy syndrome, but like. This motherfucker gives me big Jason David Frank season one vibes. And then I feel like the writer, like, he's the coolest. He's your hero. And I'm like, he's so boring. Here's the thing. And I'm I'm not trying to say that, because we've been well on record about how... Uh, yeah. How bad of an actor <laughs> Jason, Jason David, David Frank is. Frank wants to kill Michael. So, yeah, like, but we have this is true. But but that said, the they were very him and and um uh Austin St. John were both very wooden actors and and don't like they didn't emote well. They couldn't really carry a, an episode or. or perform like they were really a leader but what they did do is when they were in a fight like they grunted and and like made really intense faces and you at least sort of were like okay this guy does want to punch that guy like i got that at least but andros is so flat that i and he like can't sell that even i don't think when he's in like and you know trying to kill darkonda he's like i'll get you I'm gonna get you. And at least Jason, 
um, sorry, Austin St. John as the character Jason, like when he's facing off against Goldar, he's like, fuck you, Goldar. Mm-hmm. And you're like, yeah, he doesn't like Goldar. I can tell that. Much. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. I think he might even be more like wooden. It's, it's, it's tough. Um, anyway, we cut up to, uh, the, the evil spaceship, uh, and astronomer. Uh, we see Astronema. I I'm pretty sure this is the first time we've seen the blue wig. I love it. It's really good. Uh, she continues to change her hair every couple episodes. Um, this one is just more and more elaborate than the previous ones. Uh, and and Ecliptor comes in and is and she's kind of brooding a little bit. And he's like, "Hey, what's up, uh, princess?" And and she's like, "Oh, uh, important." She has a locket that she is looking at, uh, and it looks very much like a locket that Andros has. Um, and she's like, hey, Ecliptor, where did you find me again? And Ecliptor's like, oh, see, uh, you were a little girl. And, <laughs> you were left at my doorstep. Right. And I've taken care of you as my daughter ever since. And she's like, okay, and what happened to my family? And he's like, well, your parents and your the brother. The Power Rangers killed them. Yes. Um... Which is very funny. It was like, I didn't know. They leave you on my doorstep. But also, I know that your family was killed by the power. Right. You you were left on my doorstep with a note that said, my parents <laughs> my were killed by the power rangers. By the power rangers. Yeah. It, yes. It's, it's funny because, like, they've now used this actually several times where someone who is, is, uh, like like that time that Tommy got not evilized or brainwashed, mm-hmm. he just had his memory removed, and someone yeah. just told him that the Power Rangers were evil. Were evil, yeah. And like, I know it's a kid show, and everybody's mm-hmm. it's a baby show for babies. It's a baby show for babies. That said, Astronomer has watched the Power Rangers like save children. Uh, which yeah. th- this is specifically something that's going to come up this episode, but like she has watched the Power Rangers like get people out of danger over and over again. What? Why is is she like? Oh, but I do for sure believe that they just murdered my parents for no reason. Like it's 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 basically it's at odds with. I can't remember if Astronomer specifically has ever been like, ah, oh, I'm super evil, but like. Whenever you have someone who is in a kids show, a villain, and like loves yeah. to be bad, the justification. Yeah, she's the princess of evil, right? They or say the that princess of episode. darkness, maybe. No, they, in this episode, they call her the princess of evil. Okay, yeah. So she's the princess of evil, but we are now being told her motivation to hate the Power Rangers is because her the Power Rangers killed her parents. But that wouldn't make you evil. That would just make you be like, well, that's fucked up that they did that. I. I <laughs> I'm mad at them. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's it's kind of weird and a big it's stretch. Cause, silly, yeah. Because at this point, I always thought she just was like, um, she was just evil, which they, yeah, never, they we, never, you don't have to yeah. give an explanation. It's a, it's a baby show for babies. Yeah, you, I honestly think you, it, this would work better if without the Power Rangers kill my parents thing. Right. Um, just be like, I listen. You're my child. I've raised you all my life, and I'm evil. Like, so I taught you that yeah. that's what you should do. And yeah, like, yeah. Uh, you. Why would you have any family of anything? It, it just you're my kid. 
Yeah. Uh, it's yeah. so weird that they're like, your parents and your brother. Yeah, and, and also Ecliptor's delivery, which I do think is good. It's so but, funny. But he yeah. underscores and your brother so hard. Because, yeah, listen, yeah which, there's so much he can do with that fucking dialogue. Yeah. Well, it's just funny because it's like, yeah, don't forget, your brother's for sure dead. Uh, please don't question that in about five minutes. <laughs> um. So she's like, okay, well, if you say so, but uh, I feel like I, I can sense my brother is still alive. And Ecliptor, uh, yeah, you're right. He says, like, don't worry, you know, don't be distracted. You're the princess of evil. Uh, and she's like, okay, all right, you're right, my bad. Uh, go ahead and attack Earth. Let's let's go murder everybody. The 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 smash cut from her saying, yeah, you're right. I shouldn't worry about it. Let's attack Earth. To a hilarious bat monster flapping its wings while everything's on fire and people running around screaming is a very funny cut. Like that, that got me. It's it's good. Um, also, this uh, this monster is called the Batarax, uh, as like a battle axe pun, I think. Um, so he's smashing around on Earth. Uh, the Rangers teleport down, uh, and, and it's worth noting because it's going to come up, but also just because it doesn't happen very often. Uh, there are a lot of civilians running around like scared, which I feel like they usually just don't bother to show that. Um, they do every mm-hmm. once in a while, but it, it's, this cuts very funny because yes. she just goes like, going to kill the Power Rangers cut giant bat in a place full of fire yeah, yeah, and yeah. like rocks everywhere and people running and bat flapping yeah. their wings yeah it, i love this monster by the way it's cool uh, make a note we're gonna make a note i'm putting my money down this is the best monster the season it's it's good it's like it's got um so instead of like a cape or wings on its back which is often mm-hmm. how they do wings uh it has like um, I'm trying to think of, uh, it has basically like underarm wings yeah, that extend. Yeah, like a, like a bat. Like a bat, yeah, totally. L- like, uh, like the little bat wings that, um, Batman Beyond has, kind of, but bigger. Mm. Um. Yeah. And then on his head, he's got like, uh, the yeah. big, like, it looks like Noivern, the Pokemon, uh, mm-hmm. has his big, big ears. Uh, and he's cool looking, he's black and red, I like him. Um. The Rangers try to uh, first try to get everybody out of there, all the civilians, Mm -hmm. uh, and then they start fighting the Bat Monster. um, And before too long, a bunch of Quantrons show up with with Astronomer and Ecliptor. And uh, let's take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Our city is much like yours, but there is one major difference. I think I'm just gonna run at him. Yeah, 10, 12 tendrils of flame just burst out of my chest at the guy. Clara punches him in the face. I figured we already established, I don't care if you're a hero. I'm not even really sure if I'm a hero. Moon Harbor is an epicenter of powered individuals, and often caught in the crossfire are the teenagers and young adults who try to balance their heroic identities with their mundane lives. This is supposed to be fun. We will gab, we will share some secrets. 
Yeah, I'm totally kissing him. <laughs> and this panel absolutely needs to be like sparks flying everywhere. Make it cheesy. Moon Harbor Heroes and our spinoff line, Moon Harbor Extended, are Masks, a new generation actual play podcasts that explore the intersection of responsibility to the world versus responsibility to oneself. Find us wherever you listen to podcasts or on Twitter at Moon Harborcast. All right, so we have this fight uh, where, for the most part, it's just kind of a normal Power Rangers fight. However, because there's civilians around, um, one of the things that happens is there is a mom and her two kids, uh, and they're running away from Quantrons. Uh, the little girl, uh, there's a little girl and an older brother, which, uh, hey, parallels. Uh, they fall down, and some Quantrons are about to get them. Uh, Andrus runs over to protect them. Uh, and fights a bunch of, of Quantrons uh, to kind of get them uh, safe. This is, again, where I, I need to just be like, okay, Astronema, if your thing is that you're mad that they killed innocent people, like, you watch them do this all the time. Save innocent people. Like, I don't understand why you think that happened. Um, anyway, a, uh, a one Quantron runs up uh, and is about to do a big old slash on the, the family Andros runs in and and puts himself over them to protect them, and then uh, Astronomer blasts know, my it. My brain is poison. So yes. when you said that, I it it went to wrestling. Like Andros puts himself over. He like booked the whole thing. Yeah, yeah he, he covers some, them. Yeah, yeah. He like he's like I'm you, brother. I'm gonna throw you down, and then you're gonna do your finisher, and I'm gonna stand up like nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Oh man, I I <laughs> I watch. I've watched two movies with John Cena in them mm-hmm. in the last two weeks, and honestly, it made me kind of want to start watching wrestling again. But eh. if you want to, I have some good recommendations for like queer wrestling organizations. I'll take them. Really good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because the thing is, like, I was excited when AEW starts started, mm-hmm. and like, there's. Some good stuff there, but it's like, oh, you didn't, you didn't do really what I hoped, huh? <laughs> uh, uh, there's the pen, the poly, no, the polyam cult party, which is the one Stephanie Sterling is part of. Nice. Uh, and they have like several trans people. They have a bunch of queer people. That's like cool. almost everyone is queer. Like uh, the they have like pride flags over everywhere, and that's in like dingy bars, and you can find it on Twitch. Uh, it's friend great. of the sh- friend of the show uh, and and uh, fellow um, audio entropy podcaster Ashley was showing me some of her favorite uh, current lady wrestlers in yeah. AEW and uh, AEW in um wwe and boy i i know that like you shouldn't judge people's sexuality based on visuals and you need <laughs> to let them tell you but i cannot shake the feeling that if uh vince mcmahon was not in charge at least some of those people would be like yeah i'm not straight are you serious like are you kidding me yeah. uh, um- <laughs> Okay, I'm looking. One of these people that like I fell in love with her is this trans wrestler. Um, that co- okay, we're not doing Blazeball anymore, but she's like a character out of Blazeball. Her name okay. is the Great Bambina. 
That's very good. Uh, she comes out in like I'm trying to look for images, see if she has any images of her stuff on Twitter. Uh, she comes out in like full on like uh, oh perfect. This is this is a video of her doing a move. So I want to send this to you right now. Okay. Uh, is she, is like, she baseball themed? She's we... baseball themed. Yes, she's exactly baseball themed. She's also like, listen, I'm a bigger trans girl. She's a bigger trans girl. I always like seeing people that look like me and things yeah. because you know that's how the human condition works. We like yeah. feeling represented and like we're. I feel it's gonna be very rare if we see like bigger trans people. If we see trans people in WWE and if we see like bigger trans people. Uh, they're not just like the weird monster. Um, I think it's gonna be really hard, but yeah, yeah, that uh, rules. But yeah, she's I, I, like I, big and cool. Oh dang, yeah, that rules. Yeah, uh, no, but yeah, I'm gonna, I I'm, gonna I'm gonna have to get back into it anyway. John Cena's fun. I, yeah. I'm glad he's been getting some work. He's real goofy. Yeah, the uh, only other one that we recommend people if they want is Effie's Big Gay Bash. That one's also really good to check out. That was a pay-per-view, so you would have to pay for it, but also very gay. There was uh, a Twin versus Bear Last Daddy Standing match, which I've heard only good things about. <laughs> cool. Alright, so so uh, Astronema blasts this uh, Quantron uh, t- and saves Andros and this family. And everybody, including Astronema, kind of looks surprised that it happened. Um, and Andros is like, what? Astronema, what? And all, and then Ecliptor looks at her and goes, Astronema, what? And then uh, Andros gets the, the humans to safety, the civilians to safety. Astronomer kind of slinks off uh, while the fight continues, um, and then uh, the the funniest shit to me happens. So at this point, there it's all the Rangers fighting this bat, bat monster and a bunch of Quantrons. It's a big pitch pitch battle. Like it's it's you know it it, it is a kind of standard but large uh, fight for the Power Rangers. Out of the bushes, uh, steps Darkonda. And he looks at Andros and is like, hey, you, you want to fight me, don't you? And and Andros is like, yes, I do. And he chases uh, Darkonda off. And and I I timed it. Um, he and and Darkonda are going to be fighting in, a, in just them and like having conversations and all this sh- shit for like five minutes. And then Andros just comes back and everyone like didn't even notice he was gone. That fight is just like, it just continued for a really long time. And that just cracked me up. But he chases Darkonda. Um, Darkonda heads back into the woods. Uh, he he makes you remember that he has super speed, which I forgot, but he mm-hmm. does have that. Uh and uh, uh, I suppose they forget it. Like, what? yeah, we yeah, I, I, they haven't used it in a long time. He, uh, Andros pulls his galaxy glider out, uh, out and chases Darkonda. And then again, like the fight is fine, but we have a second Darkonda Andros fight. This here's episode. where I was passing out. I was like, yeah, trying it's, really hard to pay attention and just like it, losing there's nothing that fight. wrong with it it's just like you did it already why didn't you cut like cut the first one it didn't even make sense just have it here like i don't know it's weird 
Um, again, the fight is kind of fine. There's some neat, they're throwing their swords around, um, uh, some, some decent, like, uh, back and forth choreography. Um, but it's just, we've, we just did it. <laughs> um, they, they take a break where Darkonda is like, I have a proposition for you. And then Andros is like, okay, so what is it? And he's like, if you beat me, I'll tell you where your sister is. And then Andros is like, I don't make deals. And I'm like, then why the fuck did you say, tell me? Why didn't you just stab mm-hmm, him? Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so um, they, they, they have this discussion. Uh, they continue to fight. At this point, um, they are right around Darkonda's little trap. Uh, and Darkonda is, is taunting him more, saying, like, oh, I will never tell you where your sister is, blah, 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 blah. Um, and they keep fighting. And then uh, this is kind of interesting, which is that uh, Dar- uh, he runs at Darkonda and then Ecliptor jumps mm-hmm. out of nowhere and tackles um, – Andros to the ground and then uh, Darkonda is so flustered that he runs out and is like, what are you doing? And steps on his own trap and gets exploded. Mm -hmm. So Um, dumb. It's very dumb. The one thing that I kind of like about this Mm -hmm. and, and the show doesn't really address it, but Andros is first pissed and is like, I'm so mad at you. You stopped me from learning about my sister. And uh, Ecliptor is like, actually, Red Ranger, I just I saved-, saved your life. I saved your life. I saved you from dying. Uh, and yeah. I won't tell you why I did it. And I'll also, I'm not going to do it again. Goodbye. Yeah. Uh, and- this, this was the scene that made me go, I need to research this guy. Because all these lines are bad. But like, it just... It's like when you see two fighters and you see someone way outclassing the other one. Yeah. You're like, why and are you? It's so weird you're in the same ring. That's he del- this scene. Yeah, totally. And he delivers it with like enough energy and gravitas. That yeah, it's you like th- he's yeah. not happy about what he did, but he knew that was the call he had to make. Right, because the thing is, it, 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 and it makes you remember like, okay, actually – there, like, despite the fact that this is again a baby show for babies, mm-hmm. Ecliptor has been established as hate. He hates Darkonda because mm-hmm. he like one ups him, and also because he's you know like gross and underhanded. And Darkonda yeah. likes to have a little bit of class, or I'm sorry, Ecliptor like to, likes to have a little bit of class. He doesn't want uh, Astronema to find out about her brother, and and, and uh, Darkonda could be the one to. Tell, tell her even right. So this way he stops. Uh, he stops uh, Andros and Astronema from finding out about each other, and he gets po- points with Andros, who might now be like, "Well, I don't know what's going on with that guy," so he might hesitate. So basically, it may, it his delivery of these couple lines of just like, "Yeah, I saved you. I'm not going to tell you why later." makes you kind of think of him as like an evil genius, even though the show doesn't support it. I feel like it's kind of cool. I like that. He's, he's playing all the sides a little bit, even though they, they don't like emphasize that that much, but it's kind of a neat idea. I, I, I've said it before, but like having 
the are both Ecliptor and Darkonda and Astronema, who all have like a little bit different motives is interesting and they haven't done that that much so far. I know they do it more later, um, but I kind of like it. Uh, So then Andros is like, well, dang, uh, Darkonda surely must be dead because he exploded. So I'll never find out. Um, And then, uh, then again, what I mentioned earlier, he just runs back and he's like, Hey guys, I'm back. And all the Rangers are just still fighting. And, like they don't respond but you get the feeling they're like oh we didn't know you were gone (laughs) but okay (laughs) um and this at this point astronomer blasts uh andros i guess she's gotten over a little bit of her uh her hesitancy uh and she's like all right i'm gonna kill a ranger myself uh and then they have uh kind of a brief fight um Astronema has has gotten into battle a little bit more than like Zed or whatever, but yeah, she does no, not I, fight I like that much. Her fight. That's cool. Yeah, well, her, her her staff, despite being a lame prop, we've talked mm-hmm. about it before. It, it staff fighting is cool, looks cool, so like that that's fun. Um, in this battle, Astronema, or I'm sorry, Andros accidentally, or well, uh, just coincidentally, I guess, uh, yeah. slashes her. Um, lock it lock it off of her and it mm-hmm. like flies off somewhere um the other rangers uh she she's like no my my locket and the other rangers kind of uh, uh surround her uh all of her quantrons run off and she okay. pulls so good you have do you have the episode up i have the episode up this? yes okay are you at the moment where the rangers are surrounding her sorry we're what at that moment, did you just describe where the quadrants are there and the oh, rangers are? I see it now. Do you I see it? This. The yeah. thing that I need you to write a note somewhere, or Eric, please. Uh, this is the moment that makes this monster, whose name I don't know, this it is monster, Batarax. Batarax, the best Power Rangers in space monster. This is uh, because- episode. 26 uh, minute 13 and thir- second 36 it is hysterical i can't believe i missed it i wish we could have a gif as the like episode thumbnail because it's just bad all the the minions are running away and batterx does like the cat thing of falling in his back and flailing with his arms and legs he like just, he wants a tummy rub he just falls down and it's his so legs good. go up in the air and he just kicks he just it's so good it's so funny i can't it, it's the best thing ever. It's the I'm best tr- thing in this episode, for sure. I'm trying to figure out if it's on purpose. I, I don't think it no is. Idea. I think he fell down. I think he f- <laughs> it's so good. I think he fell down and they it's just kept it in. It's even better because they made, they made this like show of him being like a really threatening... like. How many times have we seen a monster attack where the moment we're seeing it, everything's on fire, everything's yeah. in ruins? Like, that makes you show, like, oh, this guy, he's, they're a motherfucker. They're gonna just wreck some shit here. And then do you see him just like go, tummy up. I want yep. pit pits. It's yeah, we didn't, so we, cute. <laughs> yeah, we didn't mention, like, 
I, I said there were civilians in this fight, but but yeah, there's like rubble and fire mm-hmm. everywhere. They they made it look like a bigger attack kind of than normal. And and the all the Quantrons run away. It looks like what what happens is that they had like their hands. The Quantrons were like supporting him, and then or 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 had their hands on him. And then they all turn around and run away, and he just fa- he just falls <laughs> down on it, and he his belly goes little, up. Little it's flop. very good. Um, Balarax belly flop. Yeah, <laughs> it's really funny. <laughs> he wants stretches in the tum tum. Yeah, maybe that's the problem. Is he's just grumpy because he doesn't yeah. have pets. It's so cute. <laughs> my uh, my my older cat. If you he. He will like get up somewhere near your eye level, like on a dresser, mm-hmm. and demand you pet him. And if you don't pet him for long enough, he'll just hit you. Like if you try to leave before he's finished, he'll just swat, swap, uh, swat you. And I, maybe that's what this is. He's just mad. Um, so he gets uh, uh, astronomer fires the satellites to enlarge him, uh, and and takes that moment while. Um, she, uh, uh, while he gets enlarged to escape, um, and then Andros briefly looks around for the the thing that he cut off of Andros, or I'm sorry, of Astronomy, and can't find it. Uh, but we got a big old bat monster now, so we got to fight. Um, and boy, I'm just gonna skip this. Like, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I I know that we've talked yeah. before about like. The the monster fights are, or the I'm sorry, the specifically the Megazord fights are, mm-hmm. are are mostly boring now. Like this one, it it's like it's longer than the previous one, which was like a one move fight. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's just the the monster now has like uh you know he's got like bat echolocation. It, he makes a high pitched noise. And it it fucks up the 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 Zord, and they have to science it and fix it. Um, but like, it's just so boring, and it lasts a while. And also, like, the sound effects literally sound like a little kid toy that that like somebody just had on site to use. <laughs> and it's just I don't know, they're boring. Mm-hmm. And they are there are good Megazord fights, but uh, I'm maybe I'm just over it at this point. Um, yeah, you're valid. They, yeah, they... like I, I have no notes here because it was a Megasword fight. We've seen four years, five yeah. years of Megasword I mean, fights. And the other thing is, like, in I feel like a not since the Thunder Zords, uh, like era, uh, have the the Zord footage, the Japanese Zord footage, is clearly really chopped up, and I think that's partially because they. In this, in the Power Rangers, they've introduced like three different Megazords mm-hmm. now, and they keep using the first one, which tells me that I think like they didn't have enough footage of the other ones, and they fucked up the like the proportions of how many episodes there should be with each, and so you're I don't know, it's just real chopped up, and it's not very good. That's it. Uh, they killed about the the bad guy uh, with the sword. And we cut back down to uh, Andros looking around for the the locket, still trying to figure out because because in the battle he didn't really see like what happened. He just saw her mm-hmm. react, so he's trying to figure out what what it was. 
And he actually does find it, uh, picks it up, and uh, to his credit, pretty much immediately clocks that it's like his locket. He he's not yeah. you know, so stupid that he can't figure that out. Um, but then he goes like, "Wait, does that mean yes. you, my sister? Yeah, you're my sister." Yes, it it is funny that he's like. He opens it and it's a picture of him and, ast- and <laughs> astronomer slash Corona as a child. And his first reaction is like, is where did you get this? Not, oh, you're my sister. Like, it- it's such a funny, I-, I guess theoretically somebody else could have gotten that and given it to her. But like that Occam's razor, dude, she's your sister. You, you can figure this out. Uh, she shows back up because she was going to come back and get it. And he's like where did you get this? And she's like, I've always had it. Uh, I can't remember if we said it explicitly, but astronomer does like, just doesn't remember her childhood at all. I don't know if that was, that's like evil magic or she just doesn't remember it. Cause trauma. <laughs> uh, but mm-hmm. um, she's like, I've always had it. And, and Andrus is like, wait, are you Corone? And then he shows uh, her his, which is the exact same locket, same pictures. And um, to the show's credit, I kind of like they, – they don't – because Astronom is not brainwashed. She's just raised evil, basically. Um, and so she doesn't like – she's not like that's impossible or like, uh, you know, you're lying to – well, she does say you're lying to me. But, but she does immediately go like, okay, well – I can admit that that's weird that we both have that. <laughs> um, and she hears the name Corone for the first time. Uh, she does get, she gets the locket back from him and she's like, no, I don't believe your Red Ranger lies. Your tricks won't work on me, et cetera, et cetera. But it's pretty clear that she's kind of shook here, right? She's, uh, she's, she's thinking maybe I'm wrong. Um, and then we cut. Uh, she she teleports away, and we cut up to Darkonda, who I like. For some reason, it's very funny to me that Darkonda has exploded into pieces multiple times, and they each time they make no attempt to explain why he's not dead. He's just fine. Like, don't worry about it. <laughs> and for some reason, that's funny to me. Um, Darkonda is talking to Dark Spectre and is like, hey, I wanted to let you know that uh, Andros has told uh, uh, Astronomer the truth. Right now, she is still evil, but she might like turn or turn away from you. And Dark Spectre's like, no, I'm the best, uh, so it'll be fine. No big deal. Um, and then uh, Ecliptor takes uh, his, or I'm sorry, uh, Darkonda takes the moment to say, oh, well, this is all Darkonda's fault because, or God damn it, I keep getting them mixed up. Darkonda says this is all Ecliptor's fault because he loved, uh, he loves Astronema and he showed her like love, mm-hmm. which he does seem to care about her yeah. really. Uh and that's going to fuck her up because now she's going to know that, like, she can care about things. And he specifically says caring and they evil. Show emotions. Yeah. yeah. Carol, caring and evil do not mix. Uh, and Dark Spectre's like, well, I hope you're wrong, Darkonda. Uh, anyway, goodbye. I'm just going to continue to not be in the show. Uh, What's up? 
I don't know. Well, I I kind of want to be done with Darkonda. Yeah, I I like like I said I like that Darkonda is th- that there's kind of different um like factions, but mm-hmm. his game is the same every time. If he had died it, here, I think that would have yeah, been good. I, like it, it honestly kind of I already didn't love this episode, but it makes me go like, man, you can't even commit to this character that because if he died here and mm-hmm. Ecliptor was the one who killed him, right? Like for real, basically, yeah, that would, it would be, be great. That would be that interesting. Would be a good ending, yeah, yeah. Um, but nope. Instead, he's just fine. Uh, we cut up to Ecliptor and Astronema, and Astronema's like, ah, the Red Ranger lied to me and told me he was my brother. And Ecliptor, uh, to his credit, uh, of the character's acting ability. He's like, yeah, that's crazy, right? <laughs> like, could, couldn't be. That's super the stupid. Thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, geez, uh, high. <laughs> yeah, and uh, he he's like, oh, cruel trick, and she's like, and he'll pay for it, and and leaves, and then Ecliptor's does like his thinky face, which again, I I know suit acting is difficult, but I. Mm. One of the things that's so funny about Ecliptor is like he's very humanoid, but he he obviously does not have a mouth or eyebrows or anything. So to show that he's thinking, he literally does like the thinker statue thing uh, where he puts his uh, hand up to his mouth uh, and he's like, hmm, this could be problems for me. Um, And then we cut up to... uh, uh, the uh, mega ship and uh, Andros, who has been pretty reticent to like share his problems with the team, it, it just straight up tells her like, "Hey, I I've been looking for my sister. You, you guys know that it's Astronema, and she doesn't believe me." And mm-hmm. they're like, "Okay, well, you got to tell her. You got to get her to believe the truth." But uh, you know, as your friend, uh, you know, she's, she's, she's like an evil general. So you do got to be careful because she might blast you to death. She is the enemy. We are soldiers. I don't know if you knew this. And, and also we're not Zane. So we can't just ignore that to make out yeah. with her. God. <laughs> so. Man, can't believe I'm missing. Where's, where's that fuck boy? Bring that fuck boy it's back. It's so funny. Cause I think the first episode he was in, I was like, I fucking hate yeah, this guy. No, I was in there with you and we, we were both like, fuck this guy. And fucking hate this guy. He was only at like three, but by the time yeah. that he left, I was like, no, I mean, he does suck, but again, it's on purpose, so I like that. Like, yeah. <laughs> but that's the episode, and, uh, you know, we're into the uh, the, the kind of middle of the season mm-hmm. where, uh, uh, you know, Astronema is going to kind of come out of it and I, I want to see how this goes because I know what happens is she gets re-brainwashed and uh-huh. I want to I'm curious if that's going to feel like it's spinning its wheels or if it's yeah. going to be something a little bit different yeah I don't have high hopes so we'll see yeah I feel I've been like the the in, in space denier <laughs> like I I think of the group, I'm the one that, like, no, Turbo was where it's at, actually. In space is, like, below, t- a Bob Seal below Turbo. Turbo is very bombastic, and that's fun. Mm. And, and like, it's, I definitely feel like they're, 
you know, again, they're trying for something different with Astronema from other villains. And like that can, they, they just haven't done as much with her. And so it's like a little, I don't know. It's a little tough to, to, she's not as much like bombastic fun. And now they're trying to do something which is is make her, you know, a little more of a character, and we'll see how it goes. I did like her stuff with Zane. It was stupid, but, like, it was funny. Yeah. <laughs> so It was interesting. Listen, I, t- I do not need the most intricate pieces of storytelling from this show. Just be entertaining. That flop that the bat did, 10 out of 10. I, like, I'm so glad you're on yeah. this episode, because I missed it, yeah. and it's very important yeah. that we talk about it's the so fact good. that the monster did just <laughs> he, fall he, he, down. He was a little scratchy in the tummy it's like you know it there you're saying it that way and like that uh-huh. is what it looks like because cats do that <laughs> cats do that yeah, thing where no, they're uh, just standing up and then they fall yeah. over for no yeah. reason i've been, and like, li- I've been living okay. with three cats now for since february so like that's what i have programmed in my head and also austin is a big bat town so like everyone has like there's like cute bad uh drawings everywhere so yeah. like my brain's laser targeted to recognize this. I'm like, the cute bat did a f- belly flop. Bats are cute. scratches in the tummy. Yeah. I love, I love bats. bats They're adorable. They're, I come, mean, come some of them got, we'll go to, we'll go to the bat bridge. Some of them got all the bats. scary faces, but a lot of yeah. them are cute. Uh, yeah. I like them. Um, but yeah, so that's the episode. It's, I said San Antonio, I'm in Austin. Uh, Fabi, stop doxing yourself. people are right now. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's fun. My street uh, address is. Uh, don't do that. Uh, th- there's definitely my girlfriend over yelling from the restroom. Like, no, please. There is some some. It drags a little bit, but some of it's fun and and it's nice to have a little bit of like plot movement. So it, it's okay. It's an all right episode. Yeah. Um. With that, uh, we're going to wrap up for the uh, for the week. Is there anything you'd like mm-hmm. to plug, Fabby? Uh, yeah, you can catch me, as always, on Island Playtest. You can catch me on uh, on uh, Queerformers Animated, also on this network. You can catch me on the Mask Actual Play podcast, uh, Moon Harbor Heroes and Moon Harbor Heroes Extended. I am in the Dishonorables miniseries, and I will be joining one of the main series. I think I can say at this point, I'll be joining Faces uh, for at least a limited run, maybe more. We'll see. Uh, and also, if you like video games and want to see me streaming, you can find me on Twitter at Fabi underscore Garza. Or you can find me on uh, on Twitch at Fabby Bear, F-A-B-B-Y-V-E-A-R, Fabby, and then what I am, which is a bear, uh, Fabby Bear, uh, twitch.tv slash Fabby Bear. Uh, I have, I've done some uh, probably going to be love, boyfriend dungeon speedruns, and might be other stuff for fun, like trying to play cyberpunk without hating myself. Um some Dead by Daylight, maybe. You should do uh, some of your yeah. uh, Nuzlocke uh, randomizer stuff. I on. should do some of my stuff there. I, I, I have plans. Ooh, I have plans for, and I'll tell you off the air. I have plans for, for the to do a special Nuzlocke when we do uh, uh, Extra Life. If we do Extra Life this oh, yeah. year, I'll tell you yes. off the air. 
But yeah, I definitely want to do more of that stuff. So yeah, twitch.tv slash fabbybear. Uh, or you can find all of this and more at fabby underscore garson twitter.com. There you go. Uh, Terrible you f- website, but I'm there. It's a bad website that allows, it's, you know, I mean, this is not news. It's a bad website that has let me have some of my best friendships in the universe. So it's like, it's a real mixed bag. <laughs> um, yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at Chinchy McChilla. Uh, and I want to plug this week. Um, my friend Ava does, uh, Twitter, Twitch stuff too. Uh, her Twitch is Ava Guard, A V A G A R D E. And I am on, uh, a lot of her Tuesday night streams. Uh, I want to say they're at eight o'clock Eastern. Uh, we do, uh, uh, yeah, uh, I did Last of Us one of, this past week. Yeah, we yeah. do uh, some um, Among Us and we do some Jackbox. Among Us, I said Last of Us, incredibly the same game. Very different, but uh, it's game. fine. Uh, and that's always fun. Um, and she's a fun streamer, so check that out. I'm going to try and plug stuff that I the like. The dead thing in Among Us was a little for me. The what? Sorry? The dead naming in Among Us was oh, a little too much for bummer. me. Bummer. Uh, that's uh, making a Last Sorry of Us joke. Making a oh, Last of Us two I got joke. It. <laughs> Jesus, I that totally skipped me. I got it's okay. It. I have to explain the joke. It's funnier. I'm way. dumb. Uh, yeah, but that's You're fun. Great, so- and my friend, oh. and I'm happy we got to do this train wreck of a podcast together. Uh, we did fine. Uh, so yeah. that's that's gonna do it for us. Um, and come back next week, and we'll have some more uh more Astronomer Andros stuff, which. Depends on how much astronomer percent it is to Andros to see how, to, how fun it'll be. Ah, uh, yes, so. astronomer percent, my favorite part in just space speedrun category. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so until then, for Teenagers with Attitude, I've been Zach. I've been the Discourse Bear, aka Fabby. And may the power protect you <laughs> always. Uh, play Boyfriend Dungeon if, if it's something that interests you. I like that game. Yeah! Yeah! We did the show!